Welcome everyone. This is Nichelle Anderson. I'm your host for my podcast show, Surviving Your Journey Towards Success. Everybody, I got a very, very special guest today. I have Cameron. He is the CEO of The Confidence Coach. He's going to be joining us today. We're going to be talking about a lot of things, how you can succeed, how you can cope in the workplace, how you can move forward. He's going to go more in the focus of his business and who he helps. So we're going to do that. And right before I start, I always like to say a prayer. So let's get into that. Welcome, my survivors of the journey to my podcast that aims to inspire and motivate that you will continue to have joyfulness, peace of mind, and for your sustained success. So with that, let's get into this. How are you doing, Cameron? I'm great. I'm great. How are you feeling today? I'm, I'm feeling wonderful. And let's go ahead and you can introduce yourself and what your company is about before we go ahead and get into the nitty gritty. Go ahead. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm, thank you. I'm the founder of Confidence Coach. Uh, I am a relationship and dating coach. I help build people's mm -hmm. confidence so they can be their most optimized self, so they can be someone's best option. In mm. short, that's my, my quick little elevator pitch. Mm, I gotta write this down. Um, <laughs> optimize themselves to be the best option for someone. Ooh, cause you know, my other podcast has, I deals with uh, uh, stories and it's about true love. It's about positive love, which is imbalanced. You want to be able to have that giving and receiving, not the taking. Mm. Oh, I love mm -hmm. that. Optimize them. You know what? I ain't yeah. never heard that before. That's what yeah, I love. Yeah, we gotta be able to, we yes. gotta be our best selves. If we're right. not our best selves, how then how you? are we gonna be the best right. option for someone else? Preach right? it. Yes. Yep. That's I it. Love and, it. And, and if, if can no, nobody wants a project, right? Nobody, nobody hey, wants to fix your up. Everyone can relate to that. And right. so if we make ourselves our project and we mm. become the best version of ourselves, we optimize mm. ourselves, no one's going to look at us as a, as a project. Mm. And th therefore we have better chances of being someone's best option. So mm. we got to build our own confidence. We got to build our own love for ourselves. We got to mm. build ourselves inside so mm. that we can be someone's best option. Some good, you dropped some gems right there. I might have to uh broadcast this on my other show too, because that's I deal that other show, other podcast is all about love, it's about, it's about what you just said. So I love that. Okay, let's get into this. This is gonna be an interesting show, everybody. Okay, let's share share with us your company's purpose in building, sustaining of confidence of empowering men on their journey. Could you yeah, go into yeah. that? Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So I work with both men and women, and when we are okay. the most confident versions of ourselves through hardship, through failures, through trial and error, through doing different things, experiencing different things in life, we, we become more and more confident. Mm. And through that confidence, we build a better quality life. But it's really, really difficult. That's why most people don't do it. That's why most people travel through life with insecurities and issues and baggage that they're carrying that they don't work on through their life because it's hard work. It's hard. It's hard to go to the gym. It's hard to cook every day. Mm -hmm. It's hard to work on that baggage. It's hard to work on ourselves internally. It's hard to do all these things, work on ourselves financially, professionally, et cetera, save money, all these hard things that we know we should do, all these things that we know we should do to be better to elevate, to have a more quality life, they're hard to do. But when we can master them, when we get better at them, we on the other side of that discomfort is something so beautiful, mm. so enriching. Mm. And our, our quality of life becomes so much better. We shine brighter as a person. And so I teach how to do that. I teach how to shine brighter. Because when you shine brighter, 
you can meet that person more openly. You can mm. meet that, that woman or that man and they will see how sh- how bright you shine mm-hmm. and you will be so much more attractive to them again, because no one wants a project. So if we right. build our confidence, if we build ourselves through those hardships, we're going to be so much better on the other side of that. And if people are going to see that. Mm. We, I have to say that as a Southern woman here, that's some <laughs> Ooh, good yeah. stuff. That's some gravy. We were talking about before we start, everybody we was talking about the food. What type of, he asked me what type of food I like. And that's some, and I love gravy. I forgot to mention, I love gravy and potatoes. And that's mm. some real gravy you just dropped there. Before <laughs> I move on, I got to touch on that. You, you gave me a lot because I was writing my notes as fast as you was dropping those gems. You know, it's hard to do. So in my podcast, I do talk about that. Even though that you're going through it, you still go through it to get the mental peace. I'm very particular about mental peace, joyfulness, having an understanding. You explain it in your way very good in your perspective and you get to master it. And once you master it, you can shine. And that's the quality of life. I think that's wonderful to take away everybody of you listening to that. And I, I want to go back to what you said earlier about, you know, you are the project. So I tap into what I t- uh, teach here is like, that's your journey. You're blessing it since to have the choices to define that journey. And you can define it and move forward and have a, a quality of life, as you had said, Cameron. Then you also said something else that I liked that you basically said nobody else want a project. So, <laughs> you know, to be able to work on someone else when that that person needs to do that. You dropped a lot. So I want to also touch on the leadership. Let's go to that right quick. The leadership, I know I have here like for men, but you can also for women as well. Why does men or women in leadership should structure their awareness, training, self-empowerment, focus on confidence for effective decision-making. Why is that important in leadership, you think? We think a lot more clearly when we're confident individuals. Mm. There's also this feeling, and we've all been there, where when we feel insecure, when we don't feel as confident as we can, our ego takes over and nobody wants to, to lead with ego. Nobody should want to, I should say. And nobody wants to be led by ego. That is a toxic workplace environment when you're led by ego. But that ego comes from a lack of confidence within mm-hmm. yourself because mm-hmm. you're compensating. You're overcompensating. When you don't have full confidence in yourself, in who you've chosen to be on your team, because you haven't worked on yourself appropriately. you got things going on at home. you got things in the back of your mind. You don't feel confident in the reason why you're in your position, maybe. Uh, right. There could be a, 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 a new, there's a numerous m- amount of reasons, variety of reasons why someone may not feel confident. We're so, we're so complex. So there could right. be a lot of different reasons, right. but <laughs> the fact of the matter is we will lead with ego right. in the workplace if we're not confident, if we haven't done the work on ourselves. So I think that's why it's, it's incredibly important to be confident in interpersonal confidence it starts with us. It honestly starts. That's why we hear of so many successful CEOs. They, they get their exercise done in the morning. They get their, their mm-hmm. ice bath done. They get their meditation, their mm-hmm. journaling, their affirmations, because mm-hmm. those things help bolster us. Mm-hmm. All those things are done at the beginning of the day. They're a ritual for so many people because they set their day up for success. It helps mm-hmm. build confidence inner peace. I like how you were talking about that earlier. That inner peace is so important. And when you feel confident, you have so much more inner peace Mm -hmm. and you're going to perform a lot better for your employees and your company. You know what? I'm not just saying this just to be nice, but you really are a confidence coach and I'm (laughs) loving it because when you said ego, and I talk about that here on my podcast, ego can really trip you up. And I love how you kind of hone on that, that 
by pushing that to the side and focusing on basically what you're saying is focusing on what you need. It's like taking care of a plant. And when you do that, you know what water it needs. You make sure it gets its sunlight. And then you kind of name out the things. I do have CEOs that do listen to my podcast shows, particularly people in business. And having that morning regimen to understand that you're tuning in, you're understanding what your body needs, what your mind needs. Therefore, you can push back the energy of ego or what have you and negative thoughts so you can be able to lead. And you said something else that I do talk about toxic workplaces. I do get a lot of employees that listen in to kind of release that stress. And you said nobody wants to be led by ego for the person that is vibrating on that. And I totally agree to reduce and to remove the stress. So you drop a lot of gems on that. Could you also, if we kind of can tap onto this to pivot, um, let's see, if you can name two areas, let's talk about that, two areas men or women often struggle with that restricts their progress to the level of success that they aim for on their journey. What would they be based on your experience with your clients? I don't think people look inwards enough. I don't think people mm. look in the mirror and be truly honest with themselves and, and self-reflect, be introspective, and, and humble themselves. I don't think people take the time to do that. I don't think people have the energy or put in the energy to do that sort of thing. And that's where it all starts. We got to figure out where can we improve because that's a lot of work. We've got, right. we've got work. We've got family, we've got relationships, maybe we have a pet, we got the gym, we got all these mm-hmm. things going on, we got to cook, we got we've got busy lives. Right. Then you tack on some inner work on that, looking at yourself in the mirror, humbling yourself and saying, Where where can I improve? That's a lot of work. Right. And that's not for the faint of heart either, because that's really, really challenging. It's really hard on us. But kind of like I said earlier, it's so much better on the other side when we do. So I think that's that some people, a lot of people need to work. But I would imagine a lot of the people who listen to uh, to your show are already doing that because you probably attract people who want self-betterment, who, right. who look for a better life, who are looking to improve. Right. And so I would imagine that the people that are listening right now are already doing that. And I would encourage them to continue to do that because Life is a process. It's a continuous mm. journey to become our best selves. Like I said earlier, to, to optimize ourselves. Mm. And so to stay humble, keep looking for weak points, pat ourselves on the back for our strong points and our accomplishments. We need that. Mm. But to also, we, we, we can't um, progress in life without recognizing the failures. We don't get better by only winning, right. by recognizing only the successes. Football teams get better by recognizing what they did poorly in the last game, improving mm. upon those failures, getting better and doing it differently the next game. Mm. They don't look at the at the successes and right. say, oh, well, we did that, time to move on. No, you learn right. from the failures. You get better, you become more calloused, and you, you mm. progress. And so it's the same when we look at ourselves in the mirror. Maybe we messed up in our last relationship. Maybe we had a, a, a terrible conversation in the workplace that we didn't uh, handle very uh, very, very eloquently. All these things in life that we could have done better, we, we need to reflect on those and learn from them. But that's hard to do because everybody wants to be right. Everyone wants human nature. We want to say, no, 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 I'm good. I'm the mm. smartest. I'm the best. I did this right. That was on them. Right. But that's not right. That's not how we progress. That is how we mm. regress. Right. And so I really want to urge people to, to look in the mirror and truly say, how can I get better today? What am I afraid of doing today? Am I afraid of 
having that conversation with my boss? Am I afraid of making that deal? Am I afraid of going up to that girl or that boy and introducing myself? Am I afraid to say sorry? Am I, what are you afraid to do? Maybe it's a workout. Maybe it's cook some food. Maybe it's learn a new skill. What are you afraid to do? And take baby steps to get it done. Mm -hmm. Because the overarching theme there is that's how you build confidence. Right. Is you, you, you gain, you, you do things that build competency. Mm. You overcome fears. Mm. You do the things that are hard to do. So one of the hardest things to do is to reflect, mm. be humble and, and, and yeah, humble ourselves, you know, eat a big old slice of humble pie. And say, where, where can we improve? Where can okay. We... Yes. Give me some of that peach cobbler. Okay. Yeah. Apple pie. <laughs> I love it. Let me talk about this too. In the workplace, because you just mentioned it about toxic workplaces. How do we deal with, and I talk about a lot on my podcast here, because I know people are struggling with that. In the workplace, um, Cameron, can you share with us some type of strategy or how you can present that to us dealing with toxic people, how to deal with that? That's a highly place. relatable topic because <laughs> I think I think most people can can yes. relate to that. And, and I can that bread. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We've <laughs> all we've all experienced that. Yes. We just like we've all experienced a, a toxic relationship or, right. or something at some point, right? Everyone's yes. been there. Everyone's been so, there. <laughs> I mean, I so I used don't to want to go back. Let me put her put that in there. <laughs> right, right. We we learn and we progress. We learn exactly and move. Right there. Yes. And and so uh, I used to work at <laughs> Nike. I used to work in Nike corporate, okay. and uh, I had my fair share wow. of toxic employees. People who didn't mm. communicate well. People who uh, projected. People mm. who deflected. People mm. who needed to. Um, uh, they they had ego themselves. They weren't even a superior. They weren't mm. a leader. They weren't a, anything. But they they weren't a team leader or anything. But they were. They were someone that you needed to work closely, closely right. with. Mm -hmm. And there was just some sort of friction going on. Mm. And how I would recommend somebody maneuver a situation like that is, A, can you resolve it yourself? Mm. Okay, that's the first step. What are you in control of? All we're in control of is ourselves. So how can we, we can't control them. We can't control our boss. We can't control the workplace, but we can control ourselves. Mm -hmm. All right. So it starts with us first. Mm -hmm. That's my, my first little checkbox. Mm -hmm. Can we control the situation through ourselves? Again, look at ourselves in the mirror. Is this a toxic situation because of maybe how I act? Mm -hmm. Because of something I said, mm -hmm. put myself in their shoes. Are they reacting the way they're reacting because of how I am acting? Mm -hmm. All right. If I'm being honest with myself and I can say, no, I am being sweet, kind, very communicative. I'm being giving of my time, all mm -hmm. these things. Then the next checkbox is how can I maneuver this situation? Again, it, it, I, I'm, I can only control me. How can I maneuver this situation mm -hmm. so that I can distance myself from that toxicity a little bit mm -hmm. or help improve the toxic situation? And how I would do that is communication first. Mm -hmm. But if you've already tried that, I would assume most people already try that is the communication aspect, because a lot of people don't don't know how to communicate or they're mm -hmm. afraid of confrontation right. or they just don't communicate because they're afraid mm -hmm. of the confrontation. Try your best to communicate with that individual. And if it doesn't work, 
if your sweetheartedness mm-hmm. and your kindness and your your being giving, if that doesn't work, mm-hmm. then you need to back up out of the situation. Mm-hmm. If you can't back up out of the situation, because maybe you need to work closely with them on a project or something. This was what happened with me. Mm-hmm. I needed to work closely with this person and I couldn't back up. We tried our best to split the projects kind of half and half, but it right. didn't work. We still had to collaborate. And we had right. so many miscommunications. Uh, it was it was a brutal experience. And I know so many people can relate to this right. where where you just need to work together. You can't separate. So in, in, that, in that instance, that's when you need to have a, a little heart to heart with your superior, with your team lead and just say, hey, I really respect this person. They're great. They're amazing at what they do, but we're having a little bit of friction you be gentle, be kind, you right. be a respectful person. You don't want to, you don't want to shake things up. Right. And I know that can be touchy to go to a, to a superior and right. say these things because you don't want to shake the boat. Mm. You don't want to, you don't want to mess right. things up too much, but it's right. how you communicate it. You it's go. always the message that we're sending and how we mm. present ourselves. Mm. So if we can say it gently, you start by leading by saying this person's incredible. I really right. do appreciate them. They're hard workers. Mm. You set the stage in a positive light. Right. And then you can say, it's just not working between us. We've tried this. Mm-hmm. We've tried that. We've tried that. Can you give any recommendations? Don't ask them to solve your problems. Mm-hmm. Ask them for ideas and tips right. on how you can control the situation better. Mm-hmm. Because that's still taking ownership and leadership of the situation. So you're asking, can you think of any tips, any ideas that I have not thought of myself that I can put into the situation to maybe help it? They're going to respect that because you're still taking ownership, all right? You're not rocking the boat. Right. And you're also giving them awareness of the situation. And I think that's really important. Mm. And so hopefully they'll give you something that you can take and 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 push into the situation a little bit, implement and uh, and ease things out a little bit. If that doesn't work, uh, God bless. <laughs> <laughs> That's kingship of what Platinum you just did. That's that's platinum. That's the strategy I I teach on my podcast show because it's a very delicate way how you approach it. But what you just said is exactly what I tell people is how you play it. So that's the power play, y'all. That's what you have to do. So do replay that part with the whole podcast, but definitely that if you're struggling, you're trying to figure out because it's very, it's like, and sometimes you could be like you in the ocean with sharks, how you can play it when you're dealing with corporate America or any type of business environment where you're not the top lead and you can be able to move things around and you have to work with people. So that's a huge, big power play that Jim, that you just dropped, Cameron. Thank you so much. I agree to all of that. That's how you do it. So do if you're going through that replay this section that part where he just broke it down one two three four five steps okay that's the kingship move right there mm-hmm. he did that's power play all right is so, there anything that you would add michelle is there anything no that you, you covered it I, i've been writing notes i had to stop at this like is he doing <laughs> it that i mean i have a podcast where i break it up or i go through the whole thing but i agree to everything which you, you don't the takeaway i want y'all everybody to listen to what he's saying this particular towards the end where it doesn't work with the person right the person is just what it is so you have to go to leadership a lot of people back out of that because it is very touchy but how he was basically saying is what i've been seeing on the podcast show that i totally agree with you go with that with a positive you do not show any type of emotions you don't go i, I you know and all of that you just go and speak about the positive of what can come out of it if this situation can you know have another third party which is the leadership at this point to try to get it to where it needs to be i've been there i've done it it works. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when you do that, you're not rocking the boat. Just like Cameron says, you don't want to do that. 
you're absolutely right. What's going on, but it's how you play it. Right. Yep. And in yep. any type of strategy, and I like to use uh, football as a metaphor to Cameron, it's like when the when they on the field and they're about to play, everybody get in position. But that's like you're you're focusing, you're thinking of the goal. The goal is to get that ball into the goal. And you might be at a certain part in that field. But before when it's time to go ahead and move, everybody lined up and they follow the quarterback. But the point mm-hmm. I want you to take is that everybody's in formation of communicating when they hear the play or what's it going to be. So think of that way as a team player, even though you're having that situation and you go about in a way that you're not walking the team and walking the boat, you're just trying to make mm-hmm. it better. Is this this issue going on? So bravo on that. So let I love me what t- you said. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I no, just wanted, go ahead. To, go ahead. I wanted to give you some love on this because I love, I love what you said about oh. not going in with emotion. That was a great point right. that you mentioned. Right. I think that's so important because so many of us can get wrapped up in the emotion. Yeah. Where is we're so angry, we're so frustrated, right. we're so sad, we're so beaten up by this mm-hmm. toxicity. Maybe right. we have this coworker right. you're just not getting along with them or the right. team or whatever it is. Right. You can get emotional. Those mm-hmm. are emotions. We're getting angry. Right. But we need to override that right. with logic. Right. And that's so important in the workplace and it's hard to do, but it right. is important. It is crucial because right. like you said, if you go in there with emotion, you were going to rock the boat right. and it's going to come off as right. weak. It's going to come off poorly. And right. you're going to maybe say things that you didn't want to come out. Yeah, because it's going to come out if you, if you lit on that. So let it go. <laughs> exactly. Just like in relationships, right. when we have arguments emotionally, we're going to say things we don't mean. We're going to say things that are hurtful right. and it's our relationships in the workplace. And so we're going to say things that we don't necessarily mean. We're going to come out of that meeting with that, with that leader and say, Oh, Crap! I shouldn't have. Right. I shouldn't have said that. When we have a right. level head, we're gonna right. come out being like, I, I, I. And this I is up. right, and this is a good trick, everybody, that I learned, and I talked to different people, CEOs, VPs, all through my career in corporate America, and what I learned about what they respect, especially when you bring up this situation, they always respect those that are not angry. Mm-hmm. So you remain calm. And that's what Cameron was basically saying. He was taking you through that journey. But one thing that was consistent, you really, when you go back and you listen to this episode again, I highly recommend, he basically was teaching you also to remain calm and focus on the objective. When you do that, you're good to go. Let me go ahead and pivot to this right here um, to recap on the benefits of connecting with what you do, confidence coach. Could you share with us overall, like someone thinking like, well, do I really need a confidence coach? Maybe I could just, can you just kind of tap on that? What would be, because I'm impressed of how someone could consider the overall benefits of connecting with someone like you. Absolutely. So I think, again, it comes down to when we look at ourselves in the mirror, when we're true, when we truly humble ourselves and we look at where, where can we improve in life? Most people have something that they can improve. Mm-hmm. We just have to be honest about it. And I work, I work with a lot of really vulnerable topics relationships, communication, things that that aren't out in the open, right? Right. These are these are things that people don't air their dirty laundry. Mm -hmm. And these things absolutely affect the workplace too. when your relationships are screwed up at home. Mm -hmm. And you're having this marriage or whatever it might Mm -hmm. be, you're angry, you're unhappy, you're frustrated, that's going to show up in the workplace. Mm -hmm. You bet you bet your buns that's going to show up in the workplace. Yep. And so because we got to be okay inside. Right. We got to we got to be all right in our mind and our hearts to be our best selves and to be our best selves. Everything's got to be all right. So to look at ourselves again in the mirror, humble ourselves and say, where can I improve? OK, I can be a better communicator. 
Okay, mm-hmm. I can be a little bit more loving. Okay, mm-hmm. I can be a little bit more giving. I can be, you know, these things in your relationships. That's where people tend to say, but I don't know how. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do that. You know, I I, I want to communicate with my with my with my husband or my or my wife. Um, I want them to communicate with me a little bit better. I want I'm not I know I'm not pleasing him or her better as as best as I can. Uh, all these improvements back home. How do I do that? That's where I come in. I have a lot of tactics, a lot of tips, a lot of practices that we can work on. A lot of gemstones over there, and you ain't told me about. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of gemstones. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot, <laughs> we do, and they they sound stupid too. They but they work. It's the simple mm-hmm. things. It's like we do we we go do hard things because when we callous our minds. So let's go let's go take a cold shower. Let's mm-hmm. go do an ice bath. Let's go mm-hmm. do a workout. Let's go mm-hmm. cook some food. Let's go do some meditation. Let's journal. Let's talk about the things that we're grateful for in life. Those are just right. a couple of the things. Right. And we go a lot deeper. Talk about all these things that are so important in pleasing in a relationship. You keep it real, Cameron. <laughs> hey, I got, I got you. This are, they're vulnerable topics, mm. but they're important things. And they're, mm. they're things that everyone can relate to. And because people's, people's ear perks up when they, when they hear these things, because they're like, oh, man, I, 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 I resonate with that. They're not going to say it. Right. But their ears are perking up because here's a fun stat for you. Mm. At least 25 percent of women in relationships are not getting pleased. Mm. At least 25 percent of women are not getting pleased in their relationships. And that's a problem. That's a big problem. (laughs) (laughs) And it's I so I, I and that will absolutely affect your life outside of the relationship. I mean, if that is enough to ruin a relationship, when that ruin, ruins a relationship, you're a mess. You're crying. You're depressed. You're all these things. Boom. Now you're on the outer ring. OK, mm-hmm. that outer ring touches your workplace, it touches family, it touches everything in your life. Your life just kind of crumbled for the time being because you just, you just had to t- break up with someone because you weren't being pleased because you didn't feel loved because you're not getting what you needed. Your needs were not met, etc. All these things mm-hmm. are so interconnected. They're so interwoven. And so. I help with these things. So if someone is saying to themselves, man, I just don't know. I, I don't know what's wrong, but I'm not feeling as fulfilled in life as I should. Or maybe they can identify what's wrong, but they don't know how to how to work on it. That's where I come in and we start plugging away and uh, we make life better. We make wow. through practices. It's not easy. It's a process. Right. Changing life yeah. is not easy. It will always be difficult, but it will be rewarding or else you just stay in the same place you've been your entire life. Right. And that's misery. So really to kind of put all this in a nice little bow here is that a confidence coach is like, like I like to call it your 360. It helps you in so many different aspects, particularly where you're at, where you focus at and readjust. You can be able to reach that goal, reach that journey, reach that mindset. Thank you so much. You bought a lot. See, you didn't, you didn't even buy no, you know, bags or anything or shopping, or, you know, like that here, shopping bags here. But you was dropping some a whole bunch of gems today. I hope, I, I hope that gravy. I hope that gravy. Oh, that good. gravy was good. I didn't know <laughs> Courtney okay, had that much good gravy. Oh my, good, 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 good. Okay. Hope I brought some some potatoes with you that. Brought gravy. some potatoes. We brought Ooh, so brought a whole potatoes. meal. A whole meal, oh, yeah. Okay, so okay. you got me up here saying me on my fast schedule. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right, Thanksgiving round two. Right, yes, yes. And I love Thanksgiving, my favorite holiday. Let's Me see. Um, let's get to some fun part where we wrap up the podcast show here. Is what is your favorite food and why? You asked me, and I guess asked you. I gotta go steak. 
steak. I mean, I was okay, going to say steak, or one of my favorite, but I was trying to stay off of it. A, a, a well cooked, uh, not well done, but like yeah. a very nice medium that gets me excited. Do y'all have Longhorns up there, or does any steak restaurant? Because Longhorns is. Oh, yeah, we don't. Did, did you say long, longhorns? longhorns, yeah. No, we don't. We don't have that. I, oh, okay. I, don't, I don't. Yeah, but uh, but nonetheless, I mean, a steak is a steak if they could cook it I'm, right. I'm not picky. Yeah, I'm not picky. You're not picky. I'm not. You 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 give me an, a a nice medium rare filet mignon. I'm happy. That's on the healthy side. If I'm going unhealthy, oh. I'm getting a meat lovers pizza with some donuts. <laughs> oh, I love donuts. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's oh. that's a good one. Okay, so the next question for you, Cameron, is if you could go anywhere for one year, where would it be and why? For one year. Yes. Ah, can I take my family with me? Uh, for you, yes. You can take your Ah, family. for me, thanks. All right. Okay. I'm going to Fiji. We're going to Fiji. Oh, I love Fiji. I haven't been there yet, but I heard it's marvelous. And the water I haven't either, but I have I have a feeling that I'd love it. Oh, you're gonna love it. Oh, the water is beautiful. Oh, it's oh, oh you're gonna love it. It's it's this complete paradise. I'm a water, I'm a water animal. I can yeah. live in the water. Really? So oh, you're gonna spot. love it. You're gonna love it. That's okay. The last question for you today before we wrap up is what I love to ask people is a motivational quote. It's always interesting what people say. So mm. what is yours that you go by to help you on your personal journey? This is a phenomenal yeah. question. This is a phenomenal <laughs> question. I love it. I love it. I did a TEDx talk a few years ago. Ooh. And the topic, I have it tattooed on my wrist. Oh. It is do hard things for an easy life or do easy things for a hard life. Mm, say that one so more what, time. Love it. Yep. Yep. Do hard things for an easy life uh -huh. or do easy things for a hard life. What that means is we can choose to do the hard things right now. We can do the workout. We can reflect, look at ourselves, do the inner work. We can cook. We can do the ice bath. We can do all uh -huh. these things that are really tough that we know are going to benefit us later. The hard things now for an easy life later, because if we do our mm. workouts now, we don't put them off. Our medical bills are going to be better. We're going to be happier, Ooh, healthier. See, I love asking this question. Everybody, yep. when they come, always give me something unique. Keep going. Yep, I know we got yep, a couple yep. minutes, but go ahead. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. And then on the other side, if you do the easy things, you're going to have a hard life. If you don't do the workouts, Ooh, if you eat, it's good. If you, yeah, if you do the, if you, if you go to McDonald's every day, if you, you know, all these Cameron things. Cameron coming out with the trophy, coming out with it, the Super Bowl, go, yeah, this, this is the more best gravy. one. More Let's gravy. A whole bunch of gravy. Give me a truckload <laughs> of gravy. Keep so, going. If, we got a minute. If, if, go keep going. I love it. We, you're good. You're good. I love your, oh, your energy is infectious. Oh my your energy gosh, is infectious. If we, if we procrastinate on our taxes, if we, mm. you know, put off talking to that girl or that guy, if we put off saying sorry, if we, if we do the easy things, we sit on the couch and eat potato chips all day and ding dongs and Twinkies, <laughs> we're going to have, we're going to have a hard life later on. We're going to be depressed. We're not going to have confidence. We're not going to get paid like we should. We're not going to have the relationships that we should. Everything is going to be harder on the backside. So do hard things now for an easier life later on, or you have the choice to do an e to do the easier things now, but life is gonna be a hell of a lot harder later. All right, I'm gonna put this on my Twitter page and I'm gonna quote you. Can you repeat mm -hmm. that one more time? Cause I was writing yes. so fast trying to catch up and I was so yeah. emotional about it. Say it <laughs> one more time. I, I got you. Do Woo. hard things for an easy life. Okay. Or do easy things for a hard life. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. 
And you know, when you were saying it was so good, I was just, you know, when you eat something for soup, you keep eating like, oh my, you know, I like to say pork ribs. <laughs> I say, if I ever do this, do this, I'm going to eat me some pork ribs just for the heck of it. I don't want to <laughs> eat pork, but that's the set. That's, that's my way to say, you know, I'm just going to eat pork ribs when I get that <laughs> celebrate. So I was eating that so good. Which I, I had time I love, to really I, get it. I love how you relate everything food. to food. I love food. So me. It's so me too. I love food. I think food is the wonderful expression of giving and love when you cook for other people and eat. And when you broke it down, oh, that's deep. That's all I I got to share this with people because that's what people need to hear. And we don't have enough time. I definitely would like to invite you back. We have more time for another. um, See where you at. See what you got to say. Because you be dropping. You came with a truckload. It's just you, but you can with a big old 18 wheeler truckload of some goodies today that I know my listeners are going to appreciate that and admire. And I just want to say thank you. Thank right. you. You're an incredible, incredible uh, host and an incredible leader. You you do a good job of pulling information out. Your energy is infectious. So oh, thank you. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you, everyone. And guess what? I'll talk to y'all in the next one.